Well, a short time later, Mama Rosemarie flies back into the kitchen, and she's twirling around on roller skates. Mom, take those skates off before you break your neck. Oh, lighten up, son. I'm having a grand old time getting my weight down and my energy up. Rosemarie, were you able to grab Wendy's notebook in the ballroom? She didn't, but luckily I did. Rosemarie distracted everyone with her tricks. Those kids loved watching my pirouettes. No one in her notebook is 4'11 or weighs 276 pounds. I already looked, but several names were missing when I cross-referenced Wendy's notebook against the registration list. Oh, Dolores probably hasn't updated the list yet. She told all of us at the staff meeting, people show up and register on site. I found Marilyn's purse tucked under a chair along with the schedule. Her picture is on her work ID. Look. Judging by this photo, there's no doubt about it. Marilyn Macaroni is our victim. What about that pink envelope? Did you find it? No, but there's one picture of Marilyn standing next to two guys. They look like they're from the Sopranos. They're in front of a car dealership. The older man must be her father. He looks just like her. And he owns Macaroni Mercedes. And the younger one is the delivery guy from this morning. I recognize him, too. It's Lefty Gambino. He helped me load my car with used kitchen equipment. If Lefty blames Marilyn's reviews for their restaurant shutting down, then he has a motive. I'll call his delivery company to see what I can find out. Maybe we should spread out again and search for more clues. You do that. I'm calling the police. We cannot call the police, Max. I just peeked inside the walk-in. Your knife has disappeared. Well, there goes our team dashing to the walk-in refrigerator. The food critic Marilyn Macaroni's dead body is still in there, but the knife is gone. A knife just doesn't walk away, Max. I wasn't guarding the door. My bottle of anise is missing, and I need to make more biscotti. I can't find it anywhere. This is a perfect example of what happens when you don't pay attention. She's right. First you leave your knife out for a killer to grab, then you misplace the things, and on top of that, someone steals a murder weapon right under your nose. Oh, Max, you live in a bubble. Pay better attention to your life or deal with the consequences. Like being responsible for Marilyn Macaroni's murder? Well, if it was up to me, the police would have been here. What about you, Tanya? Where were you and Patricia anyway? We were in the parking lot. Tanya thought Marilyn stashed the pink envelope of photos inside her car, but we couldn't find it. Oh, maybe Wendy is right. This was a mad hit. Being a detective is much like being a diabetes health advocate. Finding clues helps your health care team unravel self-care mysteries, especially 
when you're experiencing a sudden shift in blood sugars. That's why it's important to keep track of your activities and your food intake before and after those unexpected changes in your blood sugar levels. Little things are important, too. For instance, a fruity-smelling breath is one of the first symptoms doctors look for when checking for diabetic ketoacidosis. That's it! Some spices smell like poison. When did you last see your missing bottle? It was on the counter beside my knife this morning. Why? What if the killer put poison in your spice bottle? Then without noticing, you put the poison in your biscotti. You mean the same way Matt snuck zucchini into his chocolate biscottis? Uh, well, that's a stretch, but yeah, all right. Well, listen, Kitty said Marilyn ate your biscotti before she disappeared. If she was poisoned, then maybe she stumbled in here and whoever poisoned her came up behind her and stabbed her. And if my hunch is right, the killer's fingerprints could be on your bottle. The delivery truck is parked outside. Maybe it was the delivery guy. Has anyone seen him? Oh, no. The delivery guy has left the Gambino. While our team follows the blaring sound of the horn out into the majestic hotel's loading dock. Outside, they see a large delivery truck, and the driver is getting out of the truck and walking towards them. Yo, where's Marianne? You ordered a lot of food for a weight loss program? Almost everyone losing weight can benefit from eating more fruits and vegetables. They're a great source of vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, fruit contains a lot of sugar. Yeah, but our bodies metabolize fruit sugar differently than processed or added sugars. And fruit contains much less sugar than sweetened foods. Say, you, your truck's been out here a while. Why didn't you come in sooner? Hey, it's my first week on the job. I've been filling out paperwork. I heard you used to work at Gambino's. I was the head chef at my Uncle Tony's place. Hey, wise guy, did you ever figure out if your old equipment is cursed? Something is cursed, all right, but it's not his equipment. Well, your knives were my knives until that nasty food critic shut us down. You mean Marilyn Macaroni? Yeah, you'd think a woman named after pasta would love Italian food, but not her. Everyone canceled their reservations because of her. We didn't get any new ones either. So then does everyone at Gambino's blame her? Well, we'd still be open if she'd given us the chance to make healthier changes to the menu. I was already working on Uncle, but it was too late. I bet you're familiar with Italian spices, right? Sure. Look, I got a lot more deliveries. Where do you want the spinach? Follow me. Well, Tanya leads Lefty Gambino with his spinach delivery to the walk-in refrigerator. Only once he steps inside, Tanya quickly shuts the door and locks it behind him. Hey, why I oughta? Tanya, what are you doing? I'm keeping everyone safe. Lefty Gambino is not going anywhere. Let's round up the rest of our suspects, starting with Gina Gambino.
A woman in the ballroom complained about all the fattening Italian food at her old job. Could that be Gina Gambino? 